Before we start this video, I want to announce the official launch of the forums on the website. You can find the link down below. This is where I'll be holding a lot of future contests going forward, especially the one that I've been debating on doing, if I can pull it off, uh, regarding flying one of you or a couple of you from anywhere in the world to the set of Vader Episode 2. So go check the forum out, sign up right now. It's free, of course, and uh, just chat amongst the community. Hey guys, how you doing? Today we're going over the uh, little series that we've had, the Rise of Skywalker novelization. And today we're going to be going over something that brings me a bit of uh, enjoyment in knowing. Because if you didn't know, Kylo Ren is my all-time favorite character for the sequel trilogies, for so 7, 8, and 9. He is my guy, he's number one. Um, his character arc is very fluid. It's just it's up and down. It's all over the place. It's not just this linear path that continues to go up or stays the same. Um, even if it were declining, that would at least be a little bit of a character arc as well. But his, he's always finding more about himself, who he is, what his internal struggles are, and his path from the light to the dark and then back to the light. So one of the things in the end of the movie where he dies, it was a little bit anticlimactic for me because I was like, well, this is like my favorite character. They just killed him off. Like, you know, Ray's kind of had it all through the beginning. And I wanted to see more from Ben. And I understand this is his redemption or Bendemption, as it's called, uh, you know, after he uh, resuscitates her, gives her his life. This is kind of his um, what he's paying for to the galaxy. Like, hey, look, I was bad and now I'm giving you you know, the light. I'm giving you Ray. I'm sacrificing myself. But the main thing in Star Wars is that when you die, you turn into a Force ghost or something if you are good, right? We saw this with Luke and Obi-Wan and Yoda and all the Force ghosts at the end of Episode 9, at least their voices, and of course with Anakin. Unfortunately, we didn't see that with Ben. We didn't even hear that. So we don't really know where he is. Is he just poof gone because he was part of the dark side? Or was that last bit of effort that he gave his life and and resurrected ray was that enough for him to be in the light side of the force and be a force ghost so today we're going to go over what happened to him because something did actually happen to him and then we're also going to discuss how exactly he became a force ghost in legends because i have the answer um regarding how anakin became a force ghost because a lot of people were confused as to how he how he did that right so quickly if we read right here on page 239, so at this point in the book, basically we're led up to the point where Rain Palpatine fight. She kills him with his own attack, you know, reflecting it back onto him, as we've seen before. And now um, Kylo comes out of the, 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 the pit that he was thrown into, and he doesn't actually use the Force like we saw in the comics. So that was kind of pointless. It, it says he just found a, a jagged piece that he, uh, he landed upon. Let me try to find it here. Ben's fall had been caught on a jagged outcropping. His ankle was twisted and he was pretty sure he'd broken at least two ribs, but he had to get back to the throne room. So <laughs> his fall was caught on a jagged outcropping, so he didn't actually use the force to, uh, to, to float above the ground like we saw in the comics, like Snoke or Palpatine was actually training him to do, unfortunately. But that would have been pretty cool to see because it would have shown some leniency, but that's fine. He got lucky, I guess, with the outcropping. Um, you are not in control. You are confused, unsure of your convictions, filled with doubt. You feel powerless. As Snoke tells him that powerful beings can harness their rage very easily if they so wish, he tells him that he must use it to strike, for either you strike or you fall. And with that, he lets go of the Force and Kylo falls to his death. 
as Snoke tells him to use his fear to let it crystallize into anger, to turn that anger into power. Kylo begins to float off the ground using the Force. This is a really cool Force power that shows just how Force users can survive massive falls without a single injury. When Kylo asks Snoke if he would have caught him had he not been able to save himself, Snoke tells him that Skywalker would have, which is why he was holding him back. Snoke tells him that if you are to rule at my side, I can't have you defeated by heights, which I think is a really cool line. As they get into Snoke's ship, he tells Kylo that he's taking him somewhere else to train. Ben poured everything into her. He found reservoirs he didn't know he had. He gave her his whole self. Her diaphragm rose with a breath, and her warm hand covered his. Her eyes lit up. So then she goes on to kiss him, a kiss of gratitude, acknowledgement of their connection, celebration that they'd found each other at last. But then she drew back, concerns on her face. She could feel him growing cold. Ben smiled at her. He had given Rey back to the galaxy. It wouldn't atone for the darkness he'd wrought, but it was what he could do. Ben Solo had no regrets as he collapsed to the ground. The Force reached for him in welcome. His final awareness was of Rey, clasping his hands with her own. Rey stood over the place Ben had fallen, staring down at his empty tunic. Tears streamed down her face. He had sacrificed everything for her. She did not mourn Kylo Ren. She would never mourn Kylo Ren. But she dearly would have loved the chance to get to know Ben Solo. It felt like half of her was missing, and she supposed it was. The girl who had felt alone for all those years on Jakku had been part of a dyad the whole time. And just when she'd discovered that precious connection, that incredible oneness, it was ripped away. A voice came to her through the Force, clear and strong. I will always be with you, Ben said. She smiled. Let the truth of it wash over her. No one's ever really gone, she whispered. She retrieved her lightsabers and sprinted from the ruined cathedral. So there we have it. Uh, ben Solo is a Force ghost, and he is, uh, quote-unquote, alive. Well, basically alive in the Star Wars universe. We saw Luke oh, grab a lightsaber. We saw him use the Force to lift the, uh, the, the X-Wing from above. I mean, pretty much now, if you're a Force ghost, you're more powerful than you were if you were alive. But uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to learn more about Force ghosts. It would have been cool if Rey was like, wait, you can do all this? Like, let's just, just hop in the X-Wing with me. Or why don't you just teleport, and I'll meet you over there. That would have been pretty sweet. So... How did Ben do it? Okay, well, that's not explained, obviously, in canon yet, but in Legends, uh, the way Anakin did it, after, you know, he defeated Palpatine and, and Roses from Darth Vader, um, in a split second, it was kind of like everything slowed down as he was looking at Luke, and Luke removed his mask and returned the Jedi. This is from the, I think, the, is it the junior novelization, or is it uh, Dark Lord? So it's it's one of those books. Um the rise of, I think it could be, I don't know, it's one of those books. Anyways, uh, it's pointless. Um, so at that split second, everything slows down, and he hears Obi-Wan's voice. And as he's dying, he's like, Obi-Wan, what, 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 how can this be? And then Obi-Wan snaps at him. He's like, look, we only have a few moments for you to get this right. And if you don't, you will just cease to exist entirely. So learn my teachings. And in that like <laughs> split second, he teaches him as he's about to die. And uh, it becomes a Force ghost. And it was literally that quick and that simple. That's how they explained it in the book. So um, I assume that someone reached out to Ben and uh, most likely Luke. And so that's probably how he did it. Now, Anakin in this book so far uh, is alluded to, but 
as being there, but I, I have to read more about it. And um, there's a there's a part where someone's talking about like uh, Ray Ray senses that Luke is with someone or something like that uh, from beyond the Force, um, but it's not explained as to who it could be. Kind of just like when Luke died in the Last Jedi novelization, um, it was said that someone was speaking to him to let go, and uh, no one really knows who it was. It could be Ben, it, it, Ben Kenobi. It could be Anakin Skywalker. We don't know. Um, before the movie ever Last Jedi ever came out, uh, someone emailed me saying that we're going to hear Anakin's voice at the end of the film. They said they've worked on the film, blah blah blah. Um, but I guess that was cut. But it left. It was left in the novelization. So. I don't know. I don't know why they keep cutting Anakin out, man. It's. I wish they would just leave him in there, in the flesh at least, you know? I kind of <laughs> imagine we see like a Mufasa moment at the end of The Last Jedi. It's like Luke's looking at the clouds and it's just like, Anakin appears. My son. With David Prowse's voice. Uh, sorry, not David Prowse. Uh, James Earl Jones. David Prowse was the guy who uh, was Vader in the suit. Okay, well, that's today's video. Um, I'm sure all the Raylo fans are happy. Um, I'm a Kylo fan myself, so I'm happy that he's at least, you know, one with the Force, and uh, he's a Force ghost now. So, um, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to find more stuff in this book. Stay tuned for that, as well as the animations coming soon, and Vader Episode 2 info, and a whole bunch of yeah, daily content and stuff like that. Hit like if you enjoyed this one. Catch you in the next video. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. No. Fulfill your destiny.